Tatsuka has killed Senku, and with the hope of humanity now gone, how will Taiju and Yuzura survive in this new stone world? If they won't, that's if they survive at all. Tatsuka is still there, waiting, wondering if Taiju will react to his best friend dying. Will Taiju claim revenge for his murdered friend? Or will he do something else entirely? All that and more today on Dr. Stone Episode 5 R&R. Let's begin. The episode begins where we find Tatsuka and Senku once again at the end of their battle. Tatsuka asks Senku, could he desert science forever? Of course, Senku says no, and thus Tatsuka said if Tatsuka said that if he and the others had met before the Stone World, perhaps they could have been friends. But, however, Tatsuka kills Senku right in front of his closest friends. They mourn over their fallen friend, and Tatsuka fears that Taiju may act recklessly, because once again, Taiju is just as strong, if not equal, in strength to Ta Tatsuka, and forced his hand. So, Taiju angrily lifts a large stone, but Yuzura calms him down, reminding him of their promise to Senku. Now, this particular scene... You can you can see that they're devastated because this is a friend that they grew up with. Tatsuka, again, he he's he's acting like the same way that he he's becoming the evil that he's trying to, trying to fight. Uh, this is a move that you would see a lot of the same politicians do, where they would take out a person not for personal reasons, but more or less uh, um, uh, more of a. Um, convenience reason like okay you would be in my way so i like you you're a cool dude but i can't i can't have you like in my way now being that he was able to see that taiju is is a strong person he knows he might have had to kill taiju but you know user calms him down and you can see that in the scene where he says i'm calm I'm cool, but how could you be? You know how I mean. It does something that's very devastating. I know. I know a lot of us would have probably lost it, but he, he Taiju had to be calm in that moment. He didn't want to recklessly go after Tatsuka because if you're in that state of emotion, um, it will make you do irrational things. You know, you'll you, instead of you thinking the situation through you will be too emotionally charged to actually see how to defeat Tatsuka in that moment so I I, I applaud um, Yuzura in calming him down and making him realize he needs to be thinking logically in this situation it, it, it's what Senku would do Taiju launches the boulder in the air, and while Tatsuka's eyes are locked on him, Yuzura grabs the gunpowder and hurls it at him. They promise to fight together with Sinku, using the weapons of science he left behind. The boulder crashes into the ground of gunpowder and detonates. The explosion allows Taiju and Yuzura to get away with Sinku's body, while Tatsuka, mostly unscathed, sa mostly unscathed saves for his clothing. Now, this was... I I'm sorry, but this was just so... 
perfectly done by Tatsuka and Yuzura. And I like to see the character evolution, where we're starting to see that they're no longer fitting in these certain roles, where they're learning from Sunku, they're learning intelligence, that maybe as the anime goes along, they'll be able to pick up on a lot of the intelligence and that Sinku has left behind for them. And maybe, you know, they might be able, in his honor, you know, become the smarter smarter and better because they love each other that much, you know, so he knows that they'll be okay. Um, but that was just so executed well by them when I first saw this. And I was like, that's that shows that these characters are evolving. They're not just st- stuck in their current roles, that they actually can grow and become something more entirely. Tasuka believes there's no point in running because Sinku can't be healed in the in the world without a doctor. Taiju and Yuzura rack their brains and recall Sinku's attitude about saving everyone even in the in a hopeless situation where he must choose. They know Sinku must have left a clue behind and they realize he left some petrification on his neck and has been cracking and has been crackling cracking and has been cracking it to fake a new inhabitant habit that Tazuka wouldn't catch on to. They believe Sinku broke Sin broken neck will be repaired when the petrification is undone. They poured the revival fluid on it and Taiju passionately begs the last hope for humanity to wake up. Now, this particular scene was actually very innovative because they figured this out on their own. And but and remember, when, when they do the revival liquid, it, re, it revives the cells. It works throughout the entire body. So this will re, not only repair that small part, but also um, Sinku's neck altogether. So he knew that he would be out for a minute, but then he would eventually come back to life. And... and Hopefully he does. I don't know for sure, but you know we have to see later on this week if he does come back. Um, so, you know this, it, and you see Taiju's passion for his friend to be coming back, and the fact that Taiju really that that's that's. I like how these characters are evolving and they're showing their emotions and showing what they truly feel about each other. Taiju probably sees Sinku as a brother, uh, and. The fact that Senku, I mean, Taiju was crying, hope begging him to wake up. You come on, you're their only hope. Come on, you have to be alive. You can't die. You know, it, 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 I've seen a lot of anime where that scene has come along, and only a few anime have impressed me with that. Um, of course, one of them is High School DD, but this one has impressed me with that because the way he says it, you know, it, you can see that the actor was truly doing a remarkable job and portraying that emotion and portraying what Taiju was actually feeling. So this episode continued on where we saw where we saw back when Sinku originally woke up, he knew he needed to do some, he needed to do. He knew he needed to, what he knew he needed to do, um, some something in order to get out of the petrification. So when he fell from his petrification, or when he finally broke out of it, he collected all the pieces and 
and he uh, records the day as April first, um, five five At first, he was unable to create a fire using only his hands and sticks, but he recalled the scientific method and learned to try everything until he created a tool that sparks his first flame. He did it in the same stone, hunting a deer. Um, and Senku knew that humans are the only species capable of using science to their advantage. Before long, Senku built his own shelter and made his own clothing, introducing himself to, as the stone world's first human and claimed that there will be a new starting point for civilization. Now, this was a very, very small and short episode. I mean, it was still somewhat of the same, um, the same, um, length, usually about in half an hour, but... We, when we see in this particular flashback, we see Sinku um, trying very hard to make fire, and you see the monkeys thinking that he's a shiny monkey, you know, um, or a slippery monkey, whatever it may be. And, uh, yeah, I think it was a sl uh, shiny monkey. Now, calling him a shiny monkey, they sat in the background wondering what Sinku was doing, and they thought he was stupid because he was grinding two things together. Remember, these animals don't understand that he's creating fire. They just think he's just dumb. So, he began to hit rocks against each other to try to make a spark. Again, the apes thought he was dumb. You know, really dumb. Because that doesn't work. They, they've tried that. You know, they've... All they know is that, you know, rocks, you know, are good tools to hurl at people. They don't know anything about fire. So, Sinku... Um, is able to make fire, and it was a very impressive scene where these monkeys were like, holy crap, why is, what happened, you know, how did he make that? And then, you know, they saw him, you know, a, he was able to kill a deer, and he was doing all these incredible things, because he was trying everything. And that's a very good lesson to take away from this episode, is to try everything. A lot of times, people will... You know, try only they'll they'll start a project and they'll try um, and they'll maybe think they start they'll start off with a plan and then it, and it fails and they'll just give up they they won't they they'll just give up they'll say oh I can't do it um and I'll take this for example um with AMN um there's many times where I've had failures with this podcast but you know I've worked hard and 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 continue to try everything. And that's something that you guys can do in your personal lives. Um, there's probably something you want to do or there's something you want to achieve. And it's important for you to try everything. Try everything. Because if you think that you've tried everything, it's the beginning of the end. You shouldn't never... I know a lot of people say, oh, you should be content. But try everything. Learn as much as you can. Don't allow the allow people to tell you that you need to be a certain way or you need to be a certain thing. Um, it's important for you to really learn how to expand your horizons and learn how to make sure the methods work more than there's more than one way of solving a problem. And I know a lot of times people might say, well, well, um, there's only one right way. There's only one way we see that's used right now because people tend to fear the unknown, and that's why a lot of things aren't tried or accepted nowadays, because people, they don't like the status quo change, they like it the way it is, and when you see that in, in, in Sinku, Sinku is not like that, 
And that's what made him survive because he was able to try new and innovative ways of making himself um, not only stronger as a human being, but also his survival, his survival rate went up for every attempt. You know, he was, he was, when he was failing over and over and over again, he was crossing out all these different methods, you know, so that way he knew, okay, I don't need to try that again because that didn't work. But when I come back to this particular part, I can maybe see if this, if I need a tweak or something, you know, maybe if I need to, you know, add something or take away something. And and again, I have to say this is a part of, um, you know, making content. We don't know what's going to get popular. We don't know what's going to thrive. And, and a lot of YouTubers don't know what's going to thrive. Or a lot of Twitch streamers don't know what's going to thrive. They have to try everything. And they try to put it in their own words or try to put it in their own swag. So I think that this episode was really uh, a good message to send that there's more than one way to see success. And there's more than one way to be successful. And keep in mind that the monkeys represented all the naysayers. The monkeys represented the naysayers and the negative people that constantly tell you, oh, that's stupid. Oh, why are you trying that? Oh, that's weird. And we get a lot of those people in life a lot. And, of course, um, Sinku did not understand these monkeys. They could not talk to him, but in their own, but we could understand them. And we see, but we see a lot of the same monkeys um, out in the real world where they love to say these negative things and they love to tell you that you can't do something. And it's not so much that you don't know your own limitations, just that you truly feel, um, maybe you truly feel that you can do something. And it's important to be able to keep moving forward and keep pressing on. So, I like the message that this this these episodes are starting to give. You know, we're, different characters represent different certain morals and values, and it, it really makes them much more than just these cartoons. It makes them have more complexity and makes them more better um, characters in a sense. Um, so, I I truly did enjoy this episode. I did enjoy the um, the 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 flashback to Senku waking up, because we only saw Taiju wake up. So it was, it was refreshing to know how he woke up, and uh, hopefully when we come back this week, we'll see a revived Senku, and, you know, maybe we can go back to being, you know, a little bit more calmer. So let me know what you guys thought about this episode. I know it was a bit short. Um, there wasn't really a lot of, like, big, important scenes other than the ones I spoke about, um, but... I the again I can't emphasize it enough. The biggest um, lesson here is try everything, guys. No matter what you do, try everything. Failure is just only failure is just one step closer to to success. Um, from failure, you learn, you know, and you grow and become a better person. So don't be afraid to fail, um, and fail often as much as you can. Because uh, I want all of you guys in the nation to be successful, and and that's that. So thank you guys so much for uh, listening. And I know I got a little bit, little bit philosophical there, but I, I appreciate you guys getting, you know, listening. And I hope you guys take that message to heart. Um, but um, I'll see you guys next time. All right, bye bye.